Welcome to Multiverse with Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now I'm podcast form. I'm the hoary host of Hogarth. And I'm the bands of Sidorak. Hi, bands. Hi, whore. E. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. But now I am Luke. And I'm Devin. And this week, because Doctor Strange, the movie, <gasps> in theaters, comes out. For the Americans, those savage Brits have already gotten to see it. Oh yeah, my brother also saw it, and he's in oh, Vietnam. Nice. Well, basically everyone who is international has already seen it. Yeah. Well, that's got us doing a episode where we're going to be covering What If Volume 1, Number 18, which is What If Doctor Strange Had Been a Disciple of Dormammu, which takes place on Earth <laughs> 791218. It was written by Peter Gillis, with art by Tom Sutton, inks by Bruce Patterson, letters by Tom Orzakowski, and Glynis Ween did the colors. So do you want to go into the basic explanation of Doctor Strange? Sure. Basically, Vincent Price is a doctor, because that's what he looked like back in his early days. And basically, he's like a very, I guess he's kind of like the Tony Stark of the medical field. Super arrogant and all that. Well, he gets into a car wreck one day. His hands are broken, cannot be fixed. As a result, he can't perform surgery anymore. So he starts trying every single like little piece of information he can find about how he can fix his hand. Eventually, one day, he is told that there is a person in Tibet who can heal him, kind of chi, with magic. He's at his last leg at the end of his rope here, so he decides, what the hell, I'll spend my last little bit of money for a one-way ticket to Tibet. And he meets the Ancient One, and normally he becomes his disciple. You have Baron Mordo, who is also the Ancient One's disciple, who is also working for Dormammu. He ends up turning on Strange and the Ancient One. Strange backs the Ancient One and helps defeat him. And then he becomes the Sorcerer Supreme. But in this universe, Dormammu ordered Mordo to befriend Doctor Strange and heal his hands. And so with his hands magically healed and enhanced, Doctor Strange returned to being a doctor. The end. Well, no. He ended up getting into legal trouble, and also he was much more of a jerk. Yeah. And, like, they don't really explain how he got into, uh, like, getting into trouble from malpractice. Especially if his hands were as good as they were before. Like, it would be neat if you saw Dormammu or Mordo, like, cursing the people. Yeah. So that they ended up... Because I think that would work a lot better, but it's, like, a one-page, let's turn back to evil. Baron Mordo reapproaches him and is like, hey, healing is uh, pretty cool, but you know what's really cool? Power over your enemies. And Doctor Strange is like, oh, that sounds good. And the Ancient One is sort of like, shit. Uh-oh. uh... Xavier Fell sent in another question. Oh yeah, he's sent in plenty of questions. We'll be getting to those later in the show. Ancient One, who normally uh, trains Doctor Strange, wasn't allowed to bribe him to be good because bribing is bad. So Doctor Strange quickly becomes a dark sorcerer, and he is eventually introduced to the Dread Dormammu, Lord of a Dark Dimension. And Mordo and Doctor Strange are set to be his new high priests. And Dormammu's main plan is that he wants to take over all of reality. But he and Umar the Unspeakable, who is his sibling, are both stuck in the Dark Dimension, 
where he wants to get out. And speaking of Umar, she is watching the entire time. Yep. She's a lady. Like, unlike Dormammu, who's a giant dude with fire on his head, Umar is just like, lady, dressed in green clothes. Yeah, pretty much. The Ancient One is trying to figure out what he can do to get past this, so he approaches Doctor Doom to try and get him to work as his new servant. Doom is freaking out over his face because it just got messed up, and he's nobody's disciple, and so Ancient One is like, well, shit. So he calls up a party of magical people. Now, how many people... Well, I guess here's the thing, though. I would like to note that I find this, like, very, like, contradictory because he's like, oh, I can't bribe Steven to be good. But he did basically offer Dr. Doom of, yo, I'll totally fix your face if you be good and, like, become my disciple. Well, I'd argue that normally he also tells Dr. Strange the same thing where eventually he can get his hands fixed. Yeah, to an extent. The Ancient One calls up his uh, party of magic people. And how many of these people did you actually know or recognize? Um, Dr. Druid. Yep. Wong. Mm-hmm. Victoria Bentley. Oh, you knew Victoria Bentley. I did not know about her. And Agatha Harkness. Yeah. Rama Khalifa, I want to say I know. That name sounds really familiar. I just don't know why. So, Aged Genghis is like the first Sorcerer Supreme of Earth who uh, he's amazing at magic, but he is also incredibly senile. And once a century, he gets to like come back to his full senses for 24 hours, and he faces whoever is the current Sorcerer Supreme of Earth to make sure that they are good enough for the job. Tehran Barim is a Middle Eastern mystic. Like, most of these people only showed up as background magical characters. Uh, same with uh, Lord Julian Fife. Uh, Count Tancredo Carrezzi and Rama Khalif. Uh, Dr. Druid had been a member of the Avengers. He is a psychiatrist, explorer, and magician who is normally the Ancient One's backup in case something happens to uh, Dr. Strange. And Agatha Harkness. Also a favorite character of Rick Remender. Dr. Druid? Yeah. I thought that was Brother Voodoo. Oh yeah, it is Brother Voodoo. Yeah. Uh, and then Agatha Harkness was one of the original Salem Trial Witches, and she had been hired as the nanny for Franklin Richards, and she also mentored Scarlet Witch in Real Magic. Yep. Also, there is Victoria Bentley, who... What do you know her from? Um, what do I know her from? I mean, she's just been in some like the strange books I've read. Yeah. I, did, I rented one of the... Um in the library several years ago like the um the essential books mm -hmm. yeah they had the first volume of that and i think she appeared in that yeah like one of her first appearances is like a spell gets unleashed and so it wakes up all these magicians but they turn evil so like she has magical powers she was a friend of black knight and wong and she was killed in like a 1993 avengers story that also had deadpool in it so it's nice. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's old school Deadpool. Yes. Back when he was just a killing machine. Mm-hmm. When he was very much a Deathstroke ripoff. Yeah. So the Ancient One plans on using the Eye of Agamotto to stand up against Dormammu's forces. 
And they go into how the wizard Agamotto, who's the first Sorcerer Supreme of, like, reality, had ended up finding it. And then it was passed down through generations, and it acts partially as a portal to eternity with a big E, though not the rapper Big E. And the Ancient One had approached Eternity, and Eternity was like, yeah, you're not good enough for this, so just hold on to the eye until your successor appears. And Dr. Druid wants to call Eternity then and there, but the Ancient One's like, no, we, we aren't ready for this stuff. So that night, Strange is summoned by Dormammu, and he's basically like, oh, yeah, so I'm only... I'm really only going to need one High Priest so you can just kill Mordo. And Doctor Strange is like, yeah, sure, more powers for me. And so he ends that bastard's life real good. Oh yeah, he like disintegrates that guy. Oh no, please Strange, have mercy. Ho ho, I don't think so, Mordo. Is Dormammu a forgiving god? But like, Mordo didn't really do anything wrong, so I mean he can't really have... Yeah, he did, he existed. Yeah... I guess. And uh, Umar is happy because now there's really no one else between like her and Dormammu and Strange. So she sends Strange a dream of her. And while he's sleeping, he ends up freeing her from the Dark Dimension. While Dr. Druid is trying to figure out what he should do, the uh, aged Genghis ends up giving him a spell that is supposed to allow him to contact Eternity, even though the spell is super faded. Umar then visits Dormammu, and she's like, yeah, do you mind if I bone Doctor Strange? And Dormammu's like, nah, he's he's sort of my tool to use. And, uh... Well, screw you, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, so they get uh, hot and heavy, but both of them are like, oh yeah, I'm going to totally backstab you as soon as I get the chance. That's why you don't date evil people, Devin. It's true, but at the same time, this is just the magnetic power of Doctor Stephen Strange. Mm-hmm. It's the mustache and the sideburns. Mm-hmm. He just is always casually just hooking up with the ladies. Which is why I don't buy Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. It's true. He doesn't have that sexual charisma. He's got, like, the sexual charisma of a bog. Well, like some people do. I don't understand it. My roommate is in love with him. I well, don't hey, get it at all. Some people pine for the moors. It's true. So. He is halfway uh, across bet- uh, between the uh, the Animorphs. <laughs> you seen that picture? Yeah. Yeah. So back at the Ancient One's base, a wave of wraiths attack. They look like ninjas, don't they? Yeah. And they find out where the group has been hiding. Uh, so the group ends up starting their magical spell. But Strange they're also just kind of like floating at them. And that's like all they ever seem to do. It's like, what do the wraiths do? They wraith. Yeah, I guess. It's like, ooh, we're floating at you. Ooh. Can you float at people, Devin? No. And stop talking shit about people who can float at people. Oh. But they don't seem to be able to do anything other than the floating. I can do other things than just float at people. Yeah, but everyone has their specialty. Uh, so Strange comes in, attacks, and the shield that they've been casting is protecting them for the time being, but the continued attack ends up freaking out Dr. Druid, so he casts his spell, Genghis joins in, and this ends up weakening the protection from the group, and it turns out that the spell 
promised eternal doom, not eternity. And the eye of Agamotto turns into a vortex that sucks everyone in. And as they start disappearing one by one, Strange struggles to hold on to his sanity until he lands and finds himself face to face with Eternity. As he tries to fight Eternity, Eternity's like, whatever. I don't I don't have to care about your magic. It pretty much just like flops down when he tries to cast a spell. Mm-hmm. And uh Eternity examines Doctor Strange and finds him to be worthless and banishes him back to Earth for wasting his potential. It's like what happened to Machine Man. Yep. Next wave is so good. Back in the base, the Sorcerer's Circle wakes up and finds out that Genghis is missing because pretty much he had been mad, and so he sort of merged with craziness. And the Ancient One has his three servants, the third being a guy named Hamir, who is the Ancient One's servant. Uh, they basically accompany him, and he gets them possessed by the Vishanti, who are Agamotto, Ashtar, and Hogoth, who are the extra-dimensional beings who protect Earth and grant power to the Sorcerer Supreme. And the Vishanti are like, yeah, don't really give up on Strange yet, and we're going to give you some more guidance on what to do. Strange, meanwhile, is really pissed off at Eternity and wants to get more power from Dormammu so he can kill him. And uh, Strange wants to prove that he can be erect when the time comes. Yep, and when Dormammu refuses, Umar and Strange walk away because they are super pissed. And as they're like basically trying to figure out what to do next, a golden dove appears, which is actually the Eye of Agamotto. And Strange is like, "Oh shit, I can use this to attack Eternity." And Dormammu, I want to know though, yeah, because we keep talking about how everyone's going to backstab Strange. I really feel like Strange was also going to backstab everyone else. Oh, yeah, well, we see that happening. From, like, his, like, we comment. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yes, yes, we. And uh, Dormammu really doesn't want to face Doctor Strange anymore because he's pretty sure that Strange could beat his ass. And so he suggests that Strange fights the Ancient One at first. And uh, everyone is plotting to kill one another. Meanwhile, the Sorcerer Circle has finished the spell that the Vishanti suggested as Doctor Strange comes in. He destroys the shield, faces the Ancient One, sees how good the Ancient One is, and just gets angrier and angrier. And so he just wipes the floor with everyone in the room, and then heads on to face Eternity. Dormammu's like, not so fast. And it turns out that he's been wanting to have a human servant to use as sort of a magnifying glass to amplify his own powers. And so Strange is stuck as this fulcrum point between Eternity and Dormammu. And he has to figure out what side to fight on. He chooses to fight on the side of good with Eternity. And Dormammu gets his ass blasted. And Strange ends up back on Earth. He apologizes to the Ancient One, asks to be his new disciple, and becomes the mightiest white and black sorcerer ever. The end. Also, I'm pretty sure based off his costume, he also becomes Iron Fist. Yes. So, how did he feel about this one? I liked where it was going. I thought we kind of ended a little too quickly. Yeah. Like, it, it like, was... Like, actually, big... JK, I'm going to be good now. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe we should have, like, set aside of, ooh, maybe I'm a little conflicted. Maybe I should be good. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you there. It... it... 
it felt uneven. Like some parts, they spend a lot more time on it. And, I mean, overall, uh, I really, I actually really liked it, but it's it's one of the better so, what ifs in my opinion. But at least from the early days, uh, it's yeah. From the well, no, because you know what was right after this, Hollywood Spider Man. I mean, I agree. But that came after. That's a more recent one, Luke. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was good, but there wasn't really anything super memorable about it. Yeah, it was. There was Doctor Strange killing Baron Mordor for the fucking fun of it. That was pre- that was <laughs> okay. pretty uh, memorable. But, like, is it as good as some of the other good stuff that we've had? No. I would say mm-hmm. it's like, I would say upper half, but not upper quarter. And I would say low upper half. Okay. Well, our current halfway point is 183. Norrin Rad hadn't volunteered. I don't remember that one. Norrin Rad had not volunteered to become Silver Surfer. Shit, Let's... I don't remember that one either. Um, oh, wait. Oh, that was our second comedy special. Yeah, I'm still not recalling that one. Yep, me neither. So it's going to be better than that, because at the moment I can remember this issue. <laughs> well... This one is a lot easier than all of the uh, bad jokes. So right above that one is Jean Grey is actually in The Trial of the Phoenix, which I like that one more. Yeah, I like that one more, too. Okay, so is it better than what if Don Blake and Tony Stark were brothers? Uh, yeah. Okay, so we'll put it above the uh, Norrin Rad had not volunteered to become Silver Surfer. So our new number 183 is Earth. Seven nine, one two one eight, Doctor Strange, servant of Dormammu. And now we've actually got questions in, so let's answer some of these questions. Let's Are you ready? All questions. Uh, we have twelve questions right now. Let's just roll through them. Okay, what should Doctor Str- what should twenty ninety nine Doctor Strange be like? We'll be covering that later, and apparently there are three of them. Yay! How much can you explain magic before it stops being magical? Um, midichlorians are the part, because that completely removes the magic of the Force. Yep. Which is why they went and ignored it after that. Uh, or even some of the shit they tried pulling with Thor, too. Where it's all super technology? Yeah. I don't mind... Super technology, just because of the whole. Super technology is like, not bad. It's more, but it makes it not magical. Okay. It makes them just like different aliens, essentially. Hey, Oxy, what is your opinion on magic? She is not saying anything. Um, Oxy, who are you voting for on Tuesday? I have my headphones on, so she can't hear. Oh no. Also, she voted by. Absentee ballot. That's good. Yep. Um, with me, I don't mind there being like magical studies and stuff, but I don't want to have to read all of that. Yeah. Uh, and like, it should... they shouldn't explain everything. Yeah. Because then it isn't magic. Mm hmm. Uh, should stage magic tropes be off limits for strange? I don't think so. I, I think it can be fun. I like, think it can be fun. I, I, I say yes. 
but I don't necessarily think that it fits Doctor Strange. Like, I'd have a hard time seeing him pulling a rabbit out of his hat unless it was a very different version of Doctor Strange. It depends on what he's doing it for. I think if he's just, like, doing it just, like, for fun to be a dick to someone, then yes, he should do it. Like, if it's someone who doesn't believe in magic at all? Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Or Slash, he probably totally does it to woo the ladies, because that's, like, 90% of Doctor Strange comics right there. That and curing STDs. Not really. Even then, not even as much. Because, bam, like... What's it? Oh, it was the first issue? Uh, or no, first like six issues of Ma- uh, Matt Fraction's Defenders run. Bam! Doctor Strange with the new lady every issue. Well, and that actually brings us to the uh, next question: Is there a good way for Strange to be in team books without having to depower him? Yeah, the Defenders. Yeah. Defenders is the best. I am a little sad we will never get that version of the team. You never know. I could always end up writing for Marvel. Uh, how do you yeah, do... Yeah, but, but the Defenders are already a team now, though. And it should be like the Marvel Knights or whatever. Who are the Marvel... Oh, well, you mean because of the uh, Netflix Defenders team? Yeah, I can understand that. Uh, is How do you do traditional Wong in a way that isn't raci- that isn't racially uncomfortable? New movie. Uh, make him not just a servant and not just a caddy servant as that. Make him a equal like the uh, like season the one. Well, or the season one comic did a really good job of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, does anyone have a more bitchin' cape than Strange? Um, It's a cloak, not a cape. Bam. Got him. Moving on. <laughs> Is Strange a better guest star or solo character? I'm not... Mm, I'm that's not a super... tough one. It also depends on who's writing him. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not the biggest Doctor Strange guy in general. Oh, it's like, actually, I... I really like Doctor Strange. But for me, he has to have a good writer to carry him with the solo series. Mm-hmm. I think everyone has like that one really good Doctor Strange story that they can like bring him in on as a guest character. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily so to keep him interesting. It's like an ongoing thing. Uh, how do you feel about the concept of Strange having an awesome facial hair, bro? It was funny, like, the first time it was said, now it's getting a little old. I have no opinion on that. Uh, who do you know is what it's the... from, though? No. Oh. Excuse me. That's what Tony Stark refers to him and Strange as. Ah, uh, okay. So it's sort of like the, uh, Red and Ledger thing that you got really tired of? Yeah, I mean, oh, God, yeah. This one wasn't. This one was that was ever in the movies, but it was like, yeah. It, well, I mean, it's also it's all Bendis too. He's the one who keeps making the joke. So you're saying that he's got some red in the ledger, basically. Red in the ledger. Uh, who was the definitive artist for Doctor Strange? Ditko. Yeah, Ditko. Uh, and then uh, those are all from Javier Files. Uh, up next is Paul Paul seven two five four six. I'm not super familiar with Doctor Strange. Have there been any favorite versions you have from the multiverse beyond the 616? Uh, Yeah, the one who uh, possessed the Punisher in that Wolverine uh, vampire one. Yep, that was a great one. Also, Um, speaking of it, also kind of we haven't covered it. 
it's not necessarily Stephen Strange, but Doctor Punisher, Soldier Supreme. Oh, from the RPG. Well, no, there was the one from what's it called? Well, yeah, for, also from the RPG, but no, there was also, there was the Doctor Punisher from uh, wherever the Kate Bishop was, who ends up on the wall in Secret Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I was just thinking of the RPG one. Oh yeah, and then there's also the oh, RPG one. <laughs> yeah. If we if I ever get the chance to write Exiles, you know what character I definitely want to bring in? Yeah, de- oh, yeah. definitely Doctor Punisher. Oh, and Punisher Hulk. Oh yes. <laughs> Remember when his family got killed? Because we forgot to give them air holes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. That was bad. Because Captain America forgot to give them air holes. Um, Let's see what else was there. Because I think there was one other one I really uh, liked. Doctor Strange was an ordinary magician. That one is number forty on our list. Yes, it was. Oh, so there, right there, Xavier Files. There's a great time where Doctor Strange can do his trope magic. And. There was also Doctor Strange, Surgeon Supreme, from mm-hmm. the uh, Exiles. It was a good one. Mm-hmm. And you know what episode that was in? What? Sixty-nine. Ho ho ho! You're supposed to say nice. Nice. And uh, the last question we have is also from Paul Paul seven two five four six, which is where is Hogoth? Does it have a variety of hosts or only hoary ones? And, uh... Hogoth is a person. Well, Hogoth is a Vashanti. Whatever. It's, which is an extra-dimensional being. Um, don't apply your humanist terms to a abstract concept. Yeah. But that's what Hogoth is. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and, uh, there's also the Tony Stark Sorcerer Supreme... Which oh is yes, number ten on our list. That was an awesome. That issue. was a fantastic issue. Yeah. So, I don't know. Is there some sort of like? No, there's also Doctor Doom. Sorcerer Supreme was also a pretty good one too. Yeah, but that one didn't. Re- oh, and there was also the uh, Doctor Strange trained Daredevil. That one that I remember not liking as much. Yeah, that one wasn't as good. Is there any like premise that you'd like to see? Um, like applied to Doctor Strange. Like I'd love to see a space Doctor Strange. Yeah, space Doctor Strange would be pretty cool. I don't even just like a medieval one. Mm-hmm. We could go back for that. Back like when his magic would be like super demonized. Or he's like in a position where he's like that king's advisor and stuff. Oh yeah, or it could be like a Merlin. Mm-hmm. Which I you wonder. Know, I'd, be, I'd be surprised now, actually. We want to look that up. Is that already a thing? It probably is. There are a few other uh, strange what-ifs that we didn't get to, but chances are we're going to get a sequel within, like, four years. Well, he will also... And he'll also well, I don't know. Could be longer, because he's supposed to be in the new movie. In the new Avengers movie. Yeah. Because everyone's uh, betting... That what's it called? That the um, Eye of Agamotto is one of the Infinity Stones. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure how I'd feel about that. Everyone's kind of betting on it, and I kind of would agree just from like the trailers we've seen because you can see him like stopping time. Hmm. And it glows green, which and everyone thinks that the green that it'll be the green one. It'll be the time stone. 
I don't know how I feel about that either, because it was like, well, then if you take that away, then what is he? But yep. Uh, well, that sort of uh, wraps us up for this week. Multiverse OQ is normally a weekly podcast. We'll also be posting a movie review episode. Oh, Doctor Strange Fate. That. There's another one that was great. Remember when he made those shitty amalgams of the uh, Justice League and X-Men? Yeah, we won't talk about that part. I liked his one-off issue. Yep. Uh, yeah, Multiverse IQ is a weekly podcast. You can find out more about us at MultiverseIQ.com. We'll be having our bonus movie review episode with me and a special guest going up Thursday night or early Friday morning. Uh, you can find out more about you can find out more about us at MultiverseIQ.com. We also have a Patreon where you can donate, which will be really appreciated because we have our spinoff podcast starting up soon, so that's going to be a bit of uh, extra money. And uh, Zencaster is now moving out of beta. Zencaster has been what we've been using to record for the past several months, which is why I'm able to do nice things like cut out when Devin is making background noises or when I'm making background noises. And, um, like that, at least you just cut that out now. Well, I, I, I could cut that out anyways, because I yeah, no, 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 yeah, no. see, now he can cut this out. Okay. Um, yeah. So if you are able to donate even just a dollar, that is a big help out for me. Uh, we also have a Tumblr, Twitter, MZ, and a few other spots online. If you like the podcast, Please leave us a review on iTunes or whatever your system of choice is. Feel free to send us questions in, and uh, we do have our reader special coming up, so if there is something you'd like us to tackle, let us know. And, uh, yeah, that wraps us up. Devin, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at FredoFett. That's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And, Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at at Coltreg. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. Until next week, this one's for Hank.